That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's week one. Wake your booty up. It's it's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Being a football player, you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. See, Fred, I put that in there just for you. All right. Well, I am glad you all are here waking up with TSS. It is week one. I know I'm fired up. I know the fellas are fired up. Let's get the intro started. Welcome into the studio. He's here to save you this morning. It's Justin Jesus Herrera. Guys. I'm so ready for football. It is the greatest time of the year. And if you are praising fantasy Jesus, you are doing good stuff. Hopefully, we'll be making you some money today. But God will be making some memories. It's week one. Let's fucking go. Memories, indeed. Speaking of memories, I last time he's been here, I can't even remember. Welcome into the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. Welcome into the studio, sir. Yes! We're back, baby! Let's go! This is the best day. Well, you know, it is the greatest day. Tomorrow will be the best day ever. Just for Bills. We'll talk about that later. Hello, peeps. I'm back. Sorry. Um, I miss you guys, man. I miss Fantasy Jesus. I miss the Jews talking morning football and, of course, the commission. Let's go! Let's do this thing now. Now, someone who actually was expectant to be a, a long time coming. Let's welcome back into the studio, Greg OJ, the Juice is Loose Mayor. Welcome in, my friend. Good morning. It's like a family reunion. I see all these great faces up in the morning. We're ready for football. It's that time of year. We're back. Let's go, baby. Jets on Monday night. Dolphins going to get an L week one. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> like how you snuck that in there in your little intro. That's real cute. Um, judge the jo ju Judge the Jordan. I keep saying that. Judge Jordan. The Jordan. <laughs> judge the Jordan. Um, Jordan C. Thomas, unfortunately, is not in studio. I don't know what happened. Probably a little internet issues. He'll be back in in a minute. Um, let's let's do me, do me a huge favor, guys. If you're getting your start and sits questions in, throw them in the comments. We're going to answer those later on, uh, but make sure you get them in because I want to answer those as they come up um, later on in the show. Um, go to tssfantasy.com. In the meantime, check out our rankings. Obviously, Fred's aren't there because he never does them. Neither does he does Ultimate DFS lineups, but we'll get into that later. Uh, but go check all that stuff out. The guys that know got it up for you, so make sure you go check all that out. Compare, shop around. This is week one, baby. Any time to mess around, it's go time. It's me Meaningful. Um, also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Lots of great daily contests on there. I got a couple of that I did myself already. Um, so go there. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100. Also, if you already are a subscriber, don't forget 
to share with your friends because if you refer a friend, you yourself get um, $100 as well. So that's a little promo underdogs doing. So make sure you go check that out. Also, don't forget, go to Jazz Sportsbook. Lots of great promos in there um, as well. So make sure you check that out when some Monday today. And for next season, if you're looking for some bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts. They got you covered in that area. All right. Well, looks like what well, we like lost Justin already, too. Like we just losing everybody. Everybody's like, yo, bro, I got to go back to bed, man. Fuck all this high energy. Right. All right. Well, let's get let's we got like I said, it's week one. Oh, well, before I almost messed that up, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the follow, hit the comment, especially a starter sick question. We want to answer those later. Little things stopping you from doing it. Big things popping for us when you do. All right. Again, week one, we got a lot to cover. Let's start out with some weather. It's time for the weather report. Weather report, indeed. You know, I like to start the things out because this really does have uh, um, this does have an impact to your fantasy um, rosters and who you want to start. Dome games. So I always like kickers in the dome. That makes things easy, right? But right now, uh, you know, again, it's week one. It's kind of wet around um, the United States. So dome games are good today. Bucks at Vikings, Panthers at Falcons, Jags at Colts, Titans at Saints. And America's team, the Miami Dolphins, going to L.A. All those are in the Dome. If you got kickers, play them with confidence in those games. Hello, Justin Jesus is back. All right, let's go on to the Bengals at the Browns. 73 degrees today. Weather, uh, excuse me, temperature not a big factor. Partly cloudy. Winds, however, 12 miles an hour. Not huge, but, you know, getting up there. Texans at Ravens, 79 degrees. Showers likely. Now, this is where the impacts are. We'll might see a little rain in this matchup. Winds will be seven miles an hour. Not a huge impact there. All, obviously, uh, Cardinals at Commander is going to be the same weather and in the same area, 79 degrees. Showers also likely. Um, winds, again, seven miles an hour. 49ers at the Steelers, 74 degrees. It says slight chance of thunderstorms in that matchup. So maybe there's a delay. Who knows? Um, winds will only be five miles an hour in that matchup. Raiders at Broncos, 70 degrees. It says likely rain showers. Winds at 10 miles an hour. Um, so watch for uh, weather impacts in that one. Eagles at Patriots, 77 degrees. Guess what? Chance of rain showers in this matchup. Win, not a big impact in there either. Rams at Seahawks, you got it. 75 degrees and a chance of rain wins seven miles an hour. Packers at Bears, 73 degrees. Again, slight chance of rain showers. Eight miles an hour uh, is the win factor there. Cowboys at Giants, and we're talking about the night game even. 74 degrees and a chance of thunderstorms in that matchup. Winds are three miles an hour. It's going to be when it seems like weather is going to impact some of these fantasy matchups today. My bad, Jordan. I was reading on the screen. Didn't see you there. Welcome back, the judge. Appreciate you coming in, my friend. All right. Well, that's the rundown of the weather. We got Brian on lock. It's time to talk injuries. We got a lot of injuries to talk about. Let's bring him in. The 
injury expert is in the house, Brian Scott. Thanks for waking up with us and welcome into the studio. Thanks for having me. And um, this is not a costume. I'm actually headed to work as soon as we're done doing this segment. So <laughs> not a costume. Any surgeries uh, today, Brian? No, thank goodness. Just uh, right. checking stuff. in on some peeps that are in-house. That's all. Nice. But um, speaking of uh, chance of showers, man, um, it's raining over here in Charlotte. And uh, that is actually going to be really important when it comes to the injury stuff. And that could be the deciding factor for whether some of these guys actually play. In particular, I'm thinking Mark Andrews, because originally I thought he might actually be suiting up. But you ca just called for rain in that game. And he's dealing with a quad injury. And the last thing you want to do is throw a guy out there with a soft tissue injury like that who's only had about six days of limited practice after being out for the previous six days. I have a feeling we might not see him now. And the uh, reports are saying kind of just that, that he might not actually be suiting up. So pay close attention if you've got Mark Andrews on your lineup. Um, Cooper Cup, like we, we've been saying for a while, and if you've been reading Inside the Medical Tent, the uh, article and blog that Andrew LaDuke and I put out, we've been saying for a while now, Dude needs to go on IR, and so the Rams waited till the very last minute to do that, um, which is the wise thing to do. So he'll be out four weeks. We won't be seeing him. I, I think he'll have enough time, but we'll have to see. Uh, George Kittle, dealing with a groin injury, listed as questionable. Uh, he's He actually did practice limited. I think we'll see him. I think he'll be suiting up. So Herrera, that's good news for you there, for your 49ers. Um who else? Oh, so big news that the Broncos pulled up two receivers off their practice squad. So all that tells me is that Jerry Judy's probably not going to be suiting up. And if there's any rain in that forecast, you can almost put that nail in the coffin. Uh, I don't think we'll see him. Giants Wandale Robinson was downgraded to doubtful, which means there's a 25% chance that he'll play, which tells me that there's a 0% chance he'll play. He's coming off an ACL injury, and uh, I thought they were going to give him some more time anyway. They didn't put him on pup, but I think they're going to probably give him uh, a few weeks and take him along slow. Speaking of the Giants, Darren Waller was the big news coming out of New York. I do think he plays. I think we'll see him, despite the fact that there might be some showers. I don't think his injury was very serious. He did some limited stuff on Friday in practice, and I think this is more of like a preventative thing for him and just kind of being the injury history that he has. I think he was just taking it easy. So uh, I do expect him to play, and, and I think he'll be effective as well. Um, DJ Chark for the Panthers is out, while Adam Thielen is nursing an ankle issue. I don't know if he's going to go, but Chark has already been listed as out. Oh, man. The Saints got three guys that are on the uh, injury report, but two of them are, are offensive players, and Kendra Miller with a hamstring and Traquan Smith with a groin. Uh, not looking good for either of those two guys as they did not practice at all this week. So I don't think we're going to see either of those two. Speaking of hamstrings, which has been a theme this offseason or preseason, is uh, Christian Watson's out and his counterpart Romeo Dobbs is dealing with one as well. He was limited in practice Thursday. He could be a true game time decision. If there's any rain in that forecast, we might not see him either. Um, and I, I think that's pretty much all of them. But one good news was Terry McLaurin was taken off the injury list. So the commanders have him back. You got him on your um, on your roster. And um, that's about it. So unless anybody else has any players that I didn't mention. Um, I have uh, one, and you may have mentioned, but, it, you know, sometimes when the edibles hit in the morning, you <laughs> don't pay quite enough attention. But how about Kenneth Walker? Did you mention him? I know that was a big question mark going into today. I, I didn't mention him. Um, he's not really popped up on my radar much this week. Uh, so if that's – when I when that happens to me, it's usually not a big deal. I mean, if I if 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 
if it's anything significant, I would have heard about it or read about it, and I haven't seen anything on my radar. So, yeah, there was. A, I heard earlier this week there was a chance uh, he wasn't going to be able to go. Obviously, given Zach Charbonnet, um, you know, full reign of the Seahawks offense, so that would um, pretty be significant. But I again. Um, I don't have anything in front of me, so I don't really know. Yeah, so um, you know, 90 minutes before game time, I think, is when they have to have the official st- game injury or game report status reports in. So you got to pay really close attention. And uh, I would look to the beat writers on social media pages and stuff because those are the guys that are probably going to have the first word out. So um, that's one way to kind of really keep a close eye on stuff if you're not sure. 100%. You guys have any other uh, guys that you were wondering about? Um, this man just adjusted. What about George Kittle? I know he's been dealing with a groin injury the whole week. Is he going to play with those wet conditions up in Pittsburgh? I, I think he will. Um, if, <laughs> if, if, uh, if there is a bad weather up there, you might see him in limited action, but he's probably going to suit up and be available. Um, he was quoted as saying that he's feeling a lot better uh, later in the week here, and um, he's been nursing this for a while now, for about a month, so I think he'll be ready to go. Uh, but But weather will definitely play a factor. So you could see him in some limited action. If there's any risk at causing a re-injury, you're, you know, um, be, be, uh, be weary of that. Nice. Uh, nice. I, I got something for you, Brian, just a quick one. It's not really an injury related thing. It's more of an illness related thing, but Ramondre Stevenson popped up a little bit um, and they're saying he's expected to play, but I don't know if you've been following any of that. No, haven't seen that. Um, interesting to hear, though. Um, when it comes to like illness and like that kind of stuff, um, unless it's something really severe, most of these guys will tough it out. They'll probably give him like some I- IV hydration before the game, and um, you know he's probably been medicated for whatever is bothering him throughout the week here. If it if it's something that they've been aware of, so um, these guys are pretty tough guys, man. I think they'll be ready when on game day. Uh, Medical stuff like illness is kind of out the window. Um, most of these guys get pre-medicated, IV'd up, hydrated, and should be good to go. All right, good stuff, Bri. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Make sure you check out Bri and uh, Bri. Where can everyone follow you on social media so we can get any updates prior to game? Well, you're going to where you ain't updating nobody, but where can we, <laughs> where can we follow? Get next up anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Twitter. I'm at injured list pod, and then uh, website theinjuredlist.com is where you can find the inside the medical temp blog. I do with Andrew Duke every Tuesday. We put that out. At the latest, you'll see it by Wednesday, and that's really informative and really a deep dive into some of the injury stuff and what you can expect heading into the weekend. And then um, injured list, the injured list podcast on all the other social media handles. All right. Well, gingerbread not being such a good dog right now. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Bri, we appreciate you. Make sure you go follow. Get all Bri's great stuff. Now, I will tell you, normally last year we'd send you out with Jay the Plug. This year, we've had a lot of different characters on TSS Fantasy. We finally got one of our own to do one. Not that final. We always have fantasy. Jesus, no offense, Justin. (laughs) But we finally got someone else to do something besides Justin. It's time for Nick. You got Flanders Macaronis Flops of the Week. Thank you, Moran. Do anything right. They did their best. Flip stops. Flip stops. They did their best. All right, it is the season. Let's get it on with our flops of the week. All right, my first flop is quarterback 
Deshaun Watson. Now, the reason why Deshaun Watson is on my list this week is because he's going into Cincinnati. They have the 16th ranked pass defense and the fourth ranked run defense. It's not going to happen. This is not 2020 anymore, folks. Bench Deshaun Watson. Calm down, Nidley, Nidley, my Nidley, flop Nidley, of the week Nidley. at running back is Najee Harris. Weather conditions are poor. Defense he's playing against. San Francisco is way too good. Second ranked defense. And his game is built on volume. Bench Najee Harris. They did their best. Shadily, Italy, My Italy, wide Italy. receiver flop of the week is Marquise Hollywood Brown. When your quarterback is Joshua Dobbs, you're not too Hollywood. Bench Hollywood Brown. Gotta be nice. Hostility, Italy, Lastly, Italy, Italy. my tight end Flop of the week is New York Giant, Darren Waller. Now, Darren Waller is a great tight end, but nonetheless, he's playing against the Dallas Cowboys. Last season, Dallas Cowboys only gave up 629 yards receiving and one touchdown. I don't see it changing too much. Bench, Darren Waller. Can't you morons do anything right? Nick, thank you so much, bro. We appreciate you doing the flops of the week. All right, listen, guys, I got this tanked up on for a reason. It's not because I live in Florida and it's hot as hell even in the morning. It's because it's time for some ultimate DFS lineups. My final meeting with the gods from the heavens above as they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior. Ah, you can feel it, dude. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's bring it up. Justin, we'll start with you, my friend. And what I said pre-show is probably not quite accurate, being that we're at 18 minutes. Go right ahead. Tell me about your ultimate DFS lineup. Yeah, so I'm going to start off with Trevor Lawrence. You got sixty. You got 6,500 there. That's probably one of the better deals you're going to get for a top-five quarterback. He's going to be playing an Indianapolis Colts defense that hasn't really improved this offseason. And last year was – absolutely trash and giving an averaging you know he averaged 24 points a game against the Colts last year under Doug Peterson I think Calvin Ridley who I'm going to talk about in a second adding him into the mix is going to up that I think he is a smash start this week and a lot of people are underrating what this team could do to the Indianapolis Colts um Raheem Mostert from America's team loving that play right now I mean, we're talking about a guy who could be easily your flex with your last $5,000. This is a guy who just absolutely has great speed to him. The Chargers are an abysmal run defense due to the lack of nose tackles and and good defensive ends that they have other than Joey Bosa, of course. Um, Kenneth Walker, love to play against the Rams. Uh, I don't even think the Rams really feel the team anymore. I think they just feel their JV squad. Um, Hawkinson. I mean, what can you say other than the guy outplayed every his ADP just in playing for Minnesota last year? You got, you know, Justin Jefferson taking the double teams, triple teams, whatever you got. Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson underneath is going to get a lot of target share this week against the Bucs. Um, then Calvin Ridley, already talked about him. Uh, Chris Olave, love the matchup with the Titans. The Titans gave up wide receiver one week's the last five weeks of the season last year. This is another team. Attack the teams that don't improve. 
Titans did not improve on defense, at least not significantly in my eyes. Go out and get Chris Olave. Derek Carr loves the deep ball. Amari Cooper, the Browns always give the Bengals trouble. And I think that, you know, it's going to start from the top and it's going to be Amari Cooper is going to have himself a good day. And at 5,800, are you really giving up a lot to get a wide receiver one on an offense? You're not, at least not in DK standards. And then finally, I'm going to go with Alec Pierce. Uh, for what it's worth, you know, I've been talking about Alec Pierce all season long. Dude's a great deep ball threat. And I know one thing the Colts are going to try and do is get that deep ball going. Long shot here, but at 3,800, if he gets a touchdown and maybe like 70 yards on a catch, you just got yourself a winner in my eyes in DFS. I like you. I like you a lot. All right, well, let's go on to the judge. Jordan, what say you for your ultimate DFS lineup? All right, so we, we got to rock with uh, the real America's team starting quarterback tonight. Dak Prescott has absolutely oh. owned the New York Giants in his career. Um, I don't see that changing this um, this evening. I uh, thought C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard were too expensive to stack him up with, so I went with Jake Ferguson, who I have been telling you all offseason, is going to get into the end zone in week one at the running back position. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got Aaron. Aaron Jones, uh, I think he's going to be the only show in town for the Green Bay Packers uh, tonight. They don't have Christian Watson uh, unsure on Romeo Dobbs. So for me, uh, Aaron Jones is an absolute smash play. Um, Antonio Gibson is going against the uh, sorry Arizona Cardinals. Um, the Washington Commanders should run all over them all day. I went with the best wide receiver in football, Justin Jefferson, who's primed to explode in week one. Uh, Chris O'Leary. You guys already heard Justin. No need to uh, uh, belabor the point there. Um, I'm going with Chris Godwin again. Tampa Bay, really sexy matchup today. I think he gets a lot of work. Uh, Zay Jones against the Colts. Um, and then uh, Washington Commanders against Arizona. It's probably the only time all season you're going to play him. But play your defenses against these Cardinals. Before we move on, big shout out to our boy Brad. Good luck to those Bears today. I appreciate you checking in, my brother. And Colts, Martin, welcome in. Good morning to you. Steven, we have, we're not ignoring your question. I see you got a, a lineup question. We're going to answer those at the end. So if anyone is watching, if you got a lineup question, throw it up in there. We will be answering here at the end of the show. Final ultimate DFS lineup is mine. Trevor the Studley Lawrence going against the Colts. They were 29th against fantasy QBs last year. This offense looks primed to take off. Gotta love Trevor Lawrence. I love Joe Mixon this year, apparently, because I got him even in my ultimate DFS lineup. Now, the one thing the Browns weren't very good at last year was stopping the run. Fantasy uh, running backs, they were 28th last year. So, again, I don't see a lot of improvement, as Justin alluded to earlier. How about J.K. Dobbins? As much trash talk I have on J.K., you can't deny this matchup. Texans dead last against the run last year, and again, not a lot of improvement. Common theme, though, if you're looking for a DFS play, is Chris Olave. All three of us across the board love that matchup. Drake London versus the Panthers. Panthers have some um, little vulnerability, and not in the run game, but certainly in the secondary. Um, so Drake London could have a decent game today. 
Jordan Addison, I like that game to hopefully if Baker Mayfield can get this offense going, might be a little bit of one of those fantasy bonanza games. Um, so I like Jordan Addison as a sneaky uh, good play today. Raheem Mostert, Justin already talked about it, America's team, and Chargers being woeful against the running uh, running backs, fantasy running backs. So I like that. Tyler Higby, I mean, I think you've heard any fantasy analysis worth their salt talk about Tyler Higby being a good play this week um, simply because Tyler Higby is playing the Seahawks, who are absolutely dreadful against tight ends. All right. Well, listen, if you are looking to make some – oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. got some breaking news. Let me get this uh, – get this off first all right bry's got some breaking news he came back in let me get to the comment section the comment he made kenneth walker taking off injury report with a groin issue Ramondre stevenson had a stomach bone on friday with some iv hydration in the last last two days so he'll be a full go as well so a couple of, of other questions all right listen if you're looking to make some bets today we got some royalty in the building. We got Barstool's own. Do you like how I say that, Mikey? It's Mikey Betts in the house. He's back. Barstool didn't take you for too long. Let's bring him in. Mikey Betts. It's America's favorite gambler, Mikey Betts. Am I in here? Beautiful. Can you guys see me? Beautiful. You are in. We can hear you and see you. We love the mustache and the new look. What's going on, Mr. Mikey Betts? Welcome in. Hey, what's up, guys? It's great to see you guys. Uh, hopefully, we can continue the, you know, the streak that we we had last year. We were on fire. So, uh, I guess uh, before I go in, let me ask how you guys are doing. I, I haven't talked to you guys in like a year. Man, we're great. We're jazz. We're ready to go. I know you got big things popping over there. We we love to see you growing over there. But uh, I know I speak for the boys. We're all healthy, ready, and it's week one, baby. We fired up. Okay. All right, cool. So let's go right away. Obviously, you know, I'm a Bears fan. Um, Bears minus one and a half. Going to do that. I love it. I love the play. Christian Watson is out. Jordan Love stinks. Uh, Justin Fields, over 178.5 passing yards. You know why. You know why. You know why. Also, uh, Chase Claypool, over 16 and a half receiving yards. You know why, you know why, you know why. Steelers, plus three. Cleveland, plus three. Derek Carr, over one and a half touchdowns passing. Tua, over one and a half passing touchdowns. And then the Cowboys, minus three. And then I'm going to do a couple sneaky plays for you. I don't want these to count as my record, okay? These are plus 900 and plus 300, all right? Not all right, from here. Right here. Robert, Robert Tanyan. Plus 900. Robert Tanyan, plus 900. Anytime touchdown score, he's going up against his former team. And the Bears are always that kind of team to, to, hey, let's get revenge against the Packers. So, plus 900. And then Ezekiel Elliott, plus 300. Anytime touchdown score against those nasty Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I know that Zeke hates them deep down secretly and always scores a touchdown against them. I don't care if he's on the Patriots. So, there you go. Oh, yeah. My. Mikey nailing it in here today. I hope you got a pen and paper. You better hit the rewind button. Mikey all over it today. Good job, my friend. All right, well, we're going to see. You did really well last year. I apologize. I should have brought up your record from last year. Pretty damn impressive. So we're going to see if the streak continues or maybe is that mustache blocking your uh, your intuition. We'll see. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, man. All right, guys, I got to take off, but it's great seeing you guys. I will be back next week and uh, hopefully a winner. Yeah. 
We we appreciate you. We'll take a quick commercial break. We get back. We got picks and mailbag. We'll be back. <laughs> fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money? Up to $100 using our exclusive promo code. Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent you. Good girl. All right, boys. It's week one. I hope you got your prognostication hat on because we're about to make some picks. Who won last year, by the way? Was it Justin? Did you? Were you the pick winner last year? Do we? I don't even remember who won last I think, year. I think we tied. You and me tied. And Fred, ah, you still haven't okay. sent me that $50 gift card to Chili's. We're, 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 <laughs> I was waiting for the address. Wait, he spiraled out of control last year. Yeah, week. no, I, you know what? And let's go ahead and just say this now. I'm going to put up, let's put up $100 for the winner, all right, for the end of the year. Let's just say it right now, all right? $100 to whoever wins out of our picks. Let's get it going. It's time for some Sunday picks. All right, <laughs> Fred. All right, I'll break it down. All right, let's get it started. Bengals at the Browns. Now the Bengals lead this overall series 52-47 and 0. Now last year they split, believe it or not, but the Browns had won five of the last six. Um, now last year again they split. Bengals won 23 to 10. Browns blew their ass out 32 to 13. However, as well. Bengals are favored by one and a half, and the over-under for this matchup is 47 and a half. Fred, if you can remember your picks from your notebook, who do you Here got? We go. Here we go. I, I, I picked the Bengals. That's uh, the best part of the show. <laughs> I, I, I picked the Bengals this time. Um, I, I think they're going to have a, a really good game. I think they're going to come out. Um, uh, just come out and beat up all over the uh, the Browns. Uh, I, there was something we I, I kind of agree with Flanders flops. I think Deshaun is just not going to have a good game today, and I think Cincinnati wants to start off strong. And then Casey just lost. Let's go. Yeah, it's a tough matchup, um, you know, for Deshaun this week. I mean, it's not a good way to start things out. However, um, played decent against them last year. Justin, what do you think? Uh, I think the exact opposite of Fred. Um, you know, week one is when shit goes down. The Bears beat the 49ers week one. One went to the NFC Championship game. One was the one number one pick overall. You know, so I'm picking the Browns this year. I think the Browns have a good shot at having a really good run. And I think the Bengals are a little overrated. I think we take this offense and we think, oh, they're just amazing. You know, Browns have a pretty good offense, too. And they have a much better defense. That is key in this game. They have a much better defense. They always give the Bengals trouble. They're Joe Burrow's, you know, his his biggest problem in that division has been the Browns, surprisingly. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Greg, who do you like? I went with the Browns. I agree with Justin, man. I think, uh, you know, divisional games are always tough. And this is opening day. This is the first game of the season. 
And the Browns got, like Justin said, they got a good offense. You got Nick Chubb. You got Amari Cooper. And I think Deshaun bounces back this year. So I'm going with the Browns. Judge, what do you say? You're on mute, my friend. Sorry about that. I love all these uh, these Browns takes, and man, I want to believe, and I do know that the Browns always plays the Bengals tough, but uh, I think Cincinnati finds a way to squeak out a close victory this morning. All right. Well, listen, we're a house divided. Unfortunately, on this graphic, I forgot that one, but I guess because I just started. We are a house divided, though, on this one. And Greg's staring at Freddie because he couldn't send me a fucking pick. Uh, but house divided here, though. I like the Browns as well uh, in this particular matchup. I've been hot on Deshaun in the offseason. I think they're primed to take off. Justin mentioned it. This is the time if you're going to catch someone slipping is week one. Um, and I think the Browns obviously have had their number. I think it's a good opportunity there for the, to do so. All right, let's go to the second matchup. The Bucks, or excuse me, the Texans at the Ravens. Ravens lead this series 10-2. to two. The Ravens have won three in a row. Um, the last time they played that was in 2020. The Ravens won 33-16. to 16. Ravens are favored by 10, and the over-under is 43-and-a-half. I don't know if we de- – <laughs> I could ask anyone who's picking the text into this one, but Justin, we'll start with you. Who do you like in the matchup? Uh, rightfully so. Uh, Lamar Jackson could beat the Texans all by himself. Uh, <laughs> that 10 might be generous to the Texans at this point. So I am hammering down. I don't think we need to go around the horn. I think everybody is unanimous with this one. The Ravens are going to win. He's hammering it down. Has anyone got anything? Are we going to put the hammer down? No, nothing. All right. See, now you're going to make me me change my little graphic up here because I had a little broom and all that. I mean, no, I like the hammer thing. Let's change it. We'll we'll change that up. (laughs) I like that. Maybe even a little sound effect. The Ravens all the way around. I don't think we need a lot of analysis here. I mean, the Texans are really, really bad. Ravens are really, really good. I like uh, Ravens a lot today. Obviously, we all do. All right, let's go to the next matchup. Bucks at the Vikings. The Vikings lead the series 33-23. and to 23. The Bucks won their last matchup in 2020, 26-14. Uh, the Vikings are favored by 5.5. The over-under is 46. Greg, who you like? Well, no surprise I'm going with the Vikings uh, just because I got Justin Jefferson like two out of my three leagues, but <laughs> that's one reason. But the 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 Bucks are in rebuild this season, right? They're trying to rebuild and get the house back in order. Justin Jefferson, Addison, Hawkinson, what can you say? I think the Vikings are going to have a big day today. I like it. Jordan, what do you say? What do you say? I think this is going to be one of the most fun matchups of week one. I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. Uh, Minnesota can't stop anybody, but – Minnesota's offense is too high powered. It's going to be too much for this Bucks defense to throw Minnesota. I'm hoping you're so right. I just want to see Baker get off a little bit and have this thing go back and forth a little bit. So I hope that's where it goes. Fred, what do you say? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I think it's not going to be as close as everybody thinks. I think Baker Mayfield starts with the with the foolishness. There's a couple of picks. Um, you know, I, I, Mike Evans pissed off. No contract. I mean, I think Vikings just blow him out. Justin, I mean, he's pissed off, uh, Fred, but he knows next year he's playing for a free agent contract, so he's going to be he's going to be trying to go off. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, actually, we're the judge on this one. I think it's going to be kind of a close game, and I think it's going to be a boat race to the end. But just like uh, the juice said, you know, there's just way more talent on the other side, and there's a better quarterback on the other side. So I will always go with that over you know Baker Mayfield any day of the week. 
Yeah, put that wherever that hammer is. Go ahead and put that thing down because we all going Vikings again. That offense just a little bit better than that Bucks offense. Um, and we just don't know what Baker Mayfield is going to bring. We know what Kirk Cousins. We definitely like that when he brings it. All right, so let's go to the next matchup. Panthers at the Falcons. Falcons lead the series 35 to 21. Last year they split, however. Cardinals won 25 to 15. Falcons squeak one out in overtime 37 to 34. Um, the Falcons lead this, or excuse me, the Falcons are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 39 and a half. Jordan, what's do my friend? So uh, we went over this one last night and, you know, the, the Panthers have a surprisingly stout run D, but, you know, nobody really runs the ball better than the Atlanta Falcons. I am picking a big day for Bijan Robinson and leading his team to victory in his first NFL start. Yeah, a lot of people high on Bijan. It's going to be the day to see if he takes off. Fred, what do you say? I'm with the Panthers. Um, I, I think last year showed that they had a, a pretty decent defense and run game. Um, I think they're just a little bit more experienced than Atlanta. I used to talk about week one um, matchups. And I, I think Carolina pulls it off strictly on the, the strength of their defense. I, I just really liked it. I like what I saw last year. And I just think uh, uh, Atlanta is not going to be up for game one. They definitely have a much uh, better defense than Atlanta. I do agree there. Justin, what do you say? Man, this is this is one that tore me. I was like right down the middle, but I was just like, I'm gonna go with the home field advantage. I'm gonna pick Atlanta on this one. I, I think that Ritter and Bryce Young, they're about the same level right now as far as like having weapons and stuff. So I think it's gonna really come down to who's got the home field advantage in this game. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. This is gonna be a close one. Um, and you know, for me, when I do picks, it's usually I excuse me, slide with the home openers um, with the home team, unless it's a complete blowout. Greg, what do you say? I went with the Falcons in the wonderful NFC South, right? But I think Desmond Ritter is going to have not a great season, but a decent season. And then Drake London, I just went with the talent and the talent is more so on the um, Falcon side for me on the offensive side. So Falcons all day. Yeah, back to the point. I like the Falcons, uh, again, as the home team. So that makes – let's see if we can pull this up. That makes Mr. Freddy our lone Damn, Fred, you got something in there, man. Some I know, you got a, little, he got a little echo to his little thing today. I like it. I like it. All right. Let's go on to the next matchup. It's Cardinals at Commanders. Commanders lead the series 76-47-2. and two. Um, Last time they played was in 2020. The Cardinals won 3-15. The Commanders are favored by 7, and the over-under is 38-and-a-half. Fred, who you like in the matchup? Commanders. Um... I mean, we already knew the Rams were just giving away the season. Now you don't even have Cooper Cup. I mean, got to go with Commanders all day. I mean, yeah, but even though they're playing the Cardinals. But <laughs> oh, yes, they play the Cardinals? The, the, Cardinals, the Cardinals are giving away what? their Oh, season. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. It actually fits right in, but that's perfect. Check your notebook. Perfect, perfect, Freddie. Perfect. <laughs> Justin, who do you like in the matchup? Uh, I'm just going to say this. Fred, Judge, get your hammers ready. We're going. <laughs> Get your hammers ready. I, I think this one's an easy one. Cardinals are playing for maybe three, four seasons down the line, and the Commanders are in total win-now mode. So, yeah, Commanders. 
all right, I need the I need the hammer. I need a um a sound effect. You're right. It is all commanders. Uh Greg and Jordan feel feel free to chime in here at the end. Uh but yeah, like, you know, we all said it. Cardinals aren't a fire sale. No point in even picking them in any game this season. Yeah, I like Washington all day. Listen, Greg or Jordan, got anything to add to that one? The the Cardinals I saw the Cardinals starting quarterback last night playing for USC. So that's how that's where the Cardinals season is going right now. So. <laughs> yeah, that's about where they're at. Jordan, anything else? <laughs> I, I I'm with Freddie. I think the Rams actually have a better chance to win this game than the Cardinals. Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go well to the next match. <laughs> Very good, very good, sir. Jaguars at the Colts. The Colts lead this series 27 to 17. Last year, believe it or not, they split the series. Uh, Colts won 34 to 27, but the Jags won 24 to zip. Jags are favored by four and a half over under for this one, 46 and a half. Justin, who you like? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. Uh, rookie quarterback, first his first game, period, and then you got to throw in no Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, this no offense, but this defense really is just not doing it for me. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to force uh, Anthony Richardson into a boat race. And I think Anthony Richardson is going to do what rookies do, make mistakes. So I'm going to go with the Jaguars in this one. Thank you. Hey, guys who are in the comments, thank you for putting those lineup questions in. We'll be getting to those in a moment. Greg, who you like in the matchup? I love the Jags, man. I think the Jags are a team on the rise. I think that offense is something – to reckon with this year. You got Ridley, you got ATN, you got Zay Jones, you got Christian Kirk. I think there's no chance for the Colts. And like like Justin said, there's a rookie quarterback on the other side of the ball. No chance for the Colts today. My bad. Yes, sir. Jordan, what do you say? Colts haven't won a week one game since 2013. <laughs> Smash those Jags. Big what? stat. You really? brought that up on Friday. That's a huge stat right now. That's a, a Jag all day. Fred, anything else to this one? Yeah, when you're coming off of the season when you just made it to the playoffs and you're feeling good, you know, the, the next season you want to start off right. So uh, you got to go with Jags all day. Yeah, Jags all day. Matt, put that hammer down on this one. It is Jags for all of us. Well, I got I got the broom out. I wish you were going to talk about this prior. It ain't made me feel like silly with this broom thing. I feel so feminine right now. <laughs> all right, let's go 49ers <laughs> at the Steelers. The 49ers lead this series 12 to 10. The last time they played was 2019. The 49ers won 24 to 20. Uh, 49ers are favored by two and a half, and this over-under for this one is 41 and a half. We're going last to Justin on this one. OJ, what do you say? <laughs> I'm a low-key Niners fan, right, Justin? Justin has turned me over to, to a Niners fan. That's my West Coast team. But I think this is going to be a slugfest, especially if it's the rain, two great defenses going up against each other. But I think the Niners will squeak this one out. I think on a Brock Purdy, nice little pass to Brandon Ayuk, game-winning touchdown, I think something like that will go down. But I think it's going to be a real tight game. Jordan, what say you? Yeah, I, I think this is going to uh, be a contender for game of the week. I think it's going to be dirty. I think it's going to be physical. Um, I really, with everything I have, I want to pick Pittsburgh in the upset, but I just can't do it. I think San Francisco walks away with the win. Fred, what say you? Niners are going to have an amazing season. They're my Super Bowl pick from the NFC. I think they start the season off right. I I, I just I just really believe in the defense, man. Justin, what do you say? I don't got to say anything else that the boys didn't already say. I got one thing for you. 
Nick Bose is on the field. Anytime Nick Bose is on the field, you can win a game. Get, guys, get that hammer out, but then put it right back because guess what? I'm your lone wolf for this particular wow. matchup. I got to scroll down to get that damn hater. sound effect. <laughs> Not a hater. I just see this as a good matchup uh, for you know the Steelers to pull off. If there was a game, like I, like I said earlier, I like the home teams and those home openers. And if there was a time, you talked about it earlier, if there's a time to pull off some crazy shysty game it's right now and i think the pittsburgh steelers are primed to do that so not hating on the niners although know, you are you are a low-key jets dick writer all right let's go to the next matchup titans at They're the same coast homies yeah i know i see that you guys got a little thing going on titans lead the series nine six and one last time they played was 2021 the titans won 23 to 21 ironically enough saints are favored by three the over under is 41 and a half jordan who you like i like the saints i think this game is going to be uh pretty close but i think the saints squeak it out in the end and i like mikey bet's uh, uh bet on Derek carr today i'm smashing him everywhere Nice. Keep those lineups questions uh, coming in, guys. We appreciate it. Once we get done here with the uh, games, we'll be getting to those. Fred, the Jester, who you like? I like the Titans. I, I, I like the continuity. Uh, for some, I, I think with Tannehill, um, Derek Henry, D Hop coming in, I, I really think. I'm just happy you got the team right, Fred. I'm just happy. I, 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 I'm going to look because I, I don't remember this Titan pick. I'm going to look. But I, I really like I really like the Saints, the Saints even, but I just think on continuity continuity basis, I think the Titans beat the Saints. All right, Justin, what say you? Oh, I'm going with the Saints all day. He did. In a, he did. In a battle of two teams that are old and really just trying to find that little bit of glory they had left, the Saints actually evolved a little bit by getting a good quarterback and not being led by Andy Dalton. So I'm going to go with the Saints in this game, and I think Chris Olave is the biggest push right now in DFS. Go get him right freaking now because DK always locks their picks or always locks their prices, so you can get him on the cheap. Greg, who you like? I went with the Saints, man. Uh, Derek Carr, home opener. You got Chris Olave. Mike, the return of Mike Thomas. Like, come on. You got home? I went with the Saints. All right, I fucked up the graphic, and you're right, Greg, Fred. You actually did do it. So I let that makes Fred our lone wolf for this particular matchup. Good job, Fred. Sorry, hey, I screwed hey, Coop, up the gra Coop, graphic. Coop, just that. remember that when he loses, don't give him the point. Lost last season, hundred percent. All right, so we got Raiders at Broncos in the next matchup. Raiders lead the series 71-54-2. Raiders have won six in a row, believe it or not. Last year swept 22-16 and 32-23. Broncos are favored by three and a half. The over-under is 43 and a half. I forgot what order I'm in. I'm just going to go Jordan on this one because I think it's where I am. What do you like in the matchup? I like the new and improved Denver Broncos over, you know, whatever the Raiders did this offseason. <laughs> Which was absolutely nothing. You know what? I'm just going to call it. Put the hammer down on this one. We all like the Broncos in here. I mean, the Raiders, really? Like, what are we doing here? Let's move up. Let's, let's just move that one right along. All right, next matchup, Eagles at Patriots. Might be smashing this one, too. Eagles lead the series 8-7. to seven. Last time they played 2019, the Pats won 17 to 10. 
Eagles are favored by four. The over-under is 45. Fred, who you like? Eagles. Uh, I think they start off the season good. I think they're just gonna show out. I, I I don't. I see them going like fourteen and two. I mean, fifteen and two this year. Something ridiculous. So they're not gonna lose many games. Eagles all day. All right. Well, in the interest of time, because we got some lineup questions we got to get to, put the hammer down on this bad boy too. We all yeah. like the Seahawks in this. What you didn't go Seahawks? Eagles. I got the wrong. I got the wrong uh, uh, order in my graphics. I'm sorry. Eagles. Eagles in this I'm talking shit on Freddie, and then here I am fucking up. All right, it's early morning, week one. What do you want? All right, well, getting to this matchup, Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks what who we picked? <laughs> no mystery here. Seahawks lead the series 27-24. They've won two in a row. Um, which was last year swept them 27 to 23 and OT they won 19 to 16 the Seahawks are favored by four and a half the over under is 46 and a half go ahead and smash it fuck it I don't know point in talking about it we all like the Seahawks I got I got something to say here Coop I got something to say here yeah Yes, that's the answer is 100%. All right, let's get to all right. We got four more here. Let's finish this up so we can get to these questions. America's team, the Dolphins go to the Chargers. Dolphins lead the series 19 to 17. They did play last year, um, and the Chargers won 23 to 17. I don't think the score was indicative of the game. Miami didn't really, wasn't really ever in it. Chargers favored by three. The over under is 50 and a half. Uh, Justin, what say you in the matchup? Uh, you know, I'm not going to be a hater on this one, but I will pick the Chargers. I'm just saying this because I think the Chargers got a little bit more to it. Um, Dolphins, to me, they kind of, I don't know, man. It, I, I got to see more than just boat racing. And I got to see, if you're going to boat race people, really fucking put it on. Uh, sometimes the Dolphins show up, sometimes they don't. I think the Chargers, with that new um, offense, is going to just eke out this victory either by three points or by like 20 points. It's going to be either one. All right. In the interest of time, we'll just leave it with that. It's a house divided. There's my graphic. But if you're with the communist chargers, if you go to the communist chargers, then you know what's up. But if you're with America's team, you know what time it is. You freaking communist. Let's go. Hey, you know I like red, though. <laughs> Let's go to the Packers at the Bears. Packers lead the series 105, 95, and 6. Packers have won eight in a row, however, in this matchup. Um, last year, 28-19 and 27-10. Bears are favored by one and a half, and the over-under is 41 and a half. Who do you like, Greg? I picked the Packers, man. I, I love Jordan Love this season, and with Romeo Dobbs, I think the Packers still own the Bears. He loves Jordan, apparently, and it's a house divided on this matchup as well. Um, Jordan, Justin, and Greg all going Packers. We're going the Bears on the other side. Check that out. All right, so here we go. Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys lead the series 73-47-2. Cowboys won four in a row. Cowboys last year 28-20 and 23-16. Cowboys favored by three and a half. Over under 45 and a half. What do you say, Jordan? 
2016 is the last time the Giants have beaten the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. The streak continues. Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, indeed. Listen, I would hit the smash button on here. However, we do have a lone wolf. I'm not even going to – Nick, you Of course we here. do. You ain't getting the wolf, I know. Of course, this is a homer pick all day long. <laughs> Nick is going with the Giants. Let's finish up with a Monday night want to make me puke game. The Bills at the Jets. The Bills lead this series 68-57. They split the series last season. Bills won 20-12, 20, 20 to 12, and the Jets won 20-17. Bills are favored by 2.5. The over-under is 45.5. Fred, who you like? Them Jets, baby! Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> game one, Monday Night Football, at home. Great defense. Let's go. Let's go. Tell me something, Greg. I mean, this is if there is a game that makes me want to throw up more, it is this one. Um, and I can't. Uh, Brad did not was not impressed that we picked uh, some of you guys picked the Packers. Um, look again, in the interest of time, we are a house divided on this one as hater. well. Jordan, the East Coast squad against the West Coast squad. Apparently, it's a house divided on this one. We'll see who gets this, but we're going to have some interesting picks next week um, for sure. All right. Well, I promised we were going to get to them. It's time to get to them. We got to get to these questions, and we got a little bit of help in the mailbag, too. You've got mail. All right, let me scroll up here. We'll get to the commenters first. We got first question here is from Steven Grease. Um, let's go to Fred with this one. Brees Hall or Deion, jo- Deion Jackson, excuse me, in a half PPR. I know I'm going to regret saying this, man. I, I would start Deion Jackson. Um, he's going to be everything today. I mean, he, he, you have a rookie quarterback. You need the running game. You need to throw little dump offs. I, I'm going Deion Jackson. I don't know how much Brees Hall is playing. He only gets five to eight snaps. What'd you get? Indeed. I kind of feel like fantasy Jesus with the sunlight coming in. All right. uh, Let's go. Let's go to fantasy Jesus. You got to start three of this guys from Braden Beck. Start three. Ramondre, Miles Sanders, Dobbins, and Mike. Well, who's not start? Take one out of there, uh, Justin. Uh, You know what? I'm actually going to take Miles Sanders out of there. Uh, I'm going to go with Ramondre Dobbins and Mike Williams. I Like I said, I think the Dolphins-Chargers game is going to be a shootout. Um, Dobbins, I think they're going to try and get him going against this putrid Houston off our defensive line. And then you never take Ramondre out over Miles Sanders. Ramondre just does everything for the offense. So I'm gonna I like that. it. I like it. I like it. All right, let's go to Greg on this one. It's Jordan, not not Judge Jordan. It's a different Jordan. You got you guys start Juju or are you going Swift in a PPR? Oh, this is a tough one, but even though they have a running back by committee, I'm going with Swift. Swift has the ability to take it off and make with a home run run. So I would take Swift all day over Juju. All right. I like he. Let's go to Jordan. This is from your soul. You got a PPR question. Flex Mozart or Ro- Brian Robinson Jr.? You might only get two or three chances to do this this year. You flex Mostert. America's team. Gotta love it. Danny, the Finns fan. Oh, I gotta love this. All right, this is for we'll, – we'll leave this up to Fred since it's the Finn fan. Here's his starting lineup. He wants to know who he plays in the flex, however. Does he go Cortland Sutton or Jahan Dotson today? Oh, shoot. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to go Jahan Dotson. Arizona is just terrible. I mean, they are absolutely terrible. Um, I, I know um, the quarterback, Ron Rivera, is fighting for his life. They, they believe, really believe in their quarterback at Washington. I'm going Jahan Dotson. I like it. I like it. Jordan getting back in here with this one. He wants to know, he wants to know two of these um, here, uh, Justin. It's Godwin, James Cook, Sutton, or Brian Robinson Jr., B-Rob. Uh, it's half point PPR. I'm going to go with Godwin. And you know what? I'm going to go with Cook because B-Rob doesn't really provide anything PPR-wise. And I'm not sold on Sutton over Mims. So I'm going to go with Cook and Godwin. All right. I like it. Let's go Greg for this one. Danny, the fence fans back in this area, but basically after all this, he wants to know again, he must love Jahan Dotson. He wants to know Jahan Dotson or Mike Williams this week. Mike Williams. I'm, I'm taking Mike Williams in that matchup. Like, like Justin said, it's going to be a shootout with the Chargers, and Mike Williams is the number one right now. So I'm going with Mike. Okay. I like he, uh, Adrian got a question. looks like he's so confused. First year fantasy, uh, drafted waivers 31st. Now he says I'm first on waivers. Pretty yep. It does mean you have first priority or my time for picking. Nope. You're you are first for the next week. So you're good to go. Um, yep, you're good to go as long as uh, some leagues, it depends on what their um what their settings are. Sometimes it's points per week, but usually uh the way they're set up now is once you have that particular spot, you hold it um until you actually take yourself off the wire. But you might want to check with your league settings. Um, nonetheless. So sorry, we couldn't totally help you with that one. All right. Um, we got some other ones that are in here as well. This is from B John mustard. He wants to know one flex position PPR miles Sanders at Atlanta, Mike Evans at Minnesota, Raheem Mostert at, um, at the chargers. I think I'm on, I can't remember where I'm at. Justin, go, go to you. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll back up the judge here. There are limited times when you can go with Raheem Mostert, and I'll go Raheem Mostert. Even though there's Mike Evans on the other side, I just do not trust Baker Mayfield getting him the ball. So I'm going to go with Raheem Mostert. I love the matchup against uh, the Chargers. Adrian, you asked how you would check. Just check with your uh, – you can check in the settings for your ESPN or you can check with the league manager um, unless you don't know the league manager and you check in the ESPN settings. Settings, excuse me. Last one for our mailbag. This is the for Greg Isari Smith-Jackson. It's half PPR. Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk at Indy or Cortland Sutton versus Las Vegas? <laughs> See, I know some of you guys are not high on Sutton, but with – Christian Kirk, is, the ball's going to be spread around so much with that offense. So I'm going to lean towards Cortland Sutton. That's me. No Jerry Judy today. He's going to get the majority of the targets. I'm going with Cortland Sutton. All right. I like it. Thank you guys so much for all your questions. And like I said, I know I look very holy with the sunlight coming in, but there's only one fantasy Jesus, baby. And put your hands together and play, pray. It is week one. Let's get to Sunday Mass. I'm here to save your fantasy rosters. Good morning, my disciples, and welcome into another five DFS picks from your savior, your one and only fantasy Jesus. So we're going to start off with a triple stack. We're going to go with Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, and Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So I like Trevor Lawrence because I love what he did last year with Doug Peterson as his head coach. Looking forward to replicate against an easy matchup in the Indianapolis Colts. And if you've been watching the preseason like your Lord and Savior has, 
you know that Calvin Ridley is for real, and he is for real going to be putting on a show this weekend. So look for that stack to win you some big money this week. And then when you're looking for a good DFS defense, just remember the Indianapolis Colts are starting a rookie quarterback who has been mistake prone in college and should continue that in the pros, especially in week one, his first week on the season. And then for running back, we're going to go with Raheem Mostert from America's team. Without Jeff Wilson there and Devin A. Chain not able to take over that role, look for Raheem Mostert to be out there against one of the worst rushing defenses of last year and will probably continue to be that as they made no major adjustments this year. Put in Raheem Mostert for some big money this week in DFS. And finally, we're going to finish it out with TJ Hawkinson from the Minnesota Vikings. Love the pick this year. TJ Hawkinson had a magical year when he went to Minnesota last year. Thought doing part to being teamed up with Justin Jefferson. Look for TJ Hawkinson to recapture that magic, especially with his brand new deal. He's going to pay off for you this week at DFS. May fantasy Jesus be with you. I'm not sure who to start this week. Trust in your savior. Trust in your Savior indeed. Thank you, Justin, for blessing us this Sunday. And by the way, doing those graphics, TJ Hawkinson literally looks like Jesus for real. All right, guys. Well, we do appreciate you for joining us. If you're staying on the Fantasy Sports Corporation YouTube, please do. We got Wake and Rake up next. Our boys out in Wisconsin pulling up some great uh, betting stuff, great fantasy stuff, so uh, stick with them. Also, Justin's going to be on True Sturm a little bit later today answering some lineup questions, so make sure you go check them out as well. We appreciate all of you. Good luck to week one. We'll be on social media, so if you have any questions, hit us up, and we are out.